0: Welcome back to, well, that's interesting, still the the only podcast, the only podcast, uh, but I'm not your only host. <laughs> I am, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the invincible, indestructible uh, Marissa Riley. Yes, that's me. So invincible, <laughs> so indestructible- Try me. Just kidding. Don't. Please don't try anything. She's here. I am here. She's fantastic. Thanks. You guys are here. You're fantastic. Please continue to email us at wellthatsinterestingpod at gmail.com. Please do. Uh, anything you think is interesting, your anything. life experiences, your failures, your triumphs. Your favorite Britney Spears song, Still Waiting. You, what did I'm you make during here. quarantine? What
1: did you make during <laughs> quarantine? And more
0: importantly, which Britney song? were you listening to when you made it exactly so please continue to email us we want to create uh an additional fucking episode that's released during the week where it's like your stuff and we're gonna read it yeah
1: and we can read your name or
0: not if you want to stay anonymous your name are fine with that you're not your name anything just send it well that's interesting pod at gmail.com uh, today is in betweeny, 014. We're up to 014 already. Yeah, we are. It's crazy. Yeah. God. Uh, do you remember way back, like way motherfucker back, uh, in our very first in betweeny, um, we asked what happened to those invasive like murder hornets that. Yes, I think that was about 357
1: months ago. <laughs> That's
0: just about um, right.
1: I know it was this year, but it just feels like a very long time ago, so could you refresh me a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, of
0: course. Uh, so, murder hornets uh, are an invasive type of hornet in the United States. They were first seen in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. of the United States, mm-hmm. like you said, 347 months ago. Yes. That's <laughs> <So> of, <laughs> of this year. Yes. Um, and there it was some good news in that they're not spreading too far east. That's right. Okay. And that's the good news because of the bad news, which is that North American honeybees have zero fucking defenses. That's bad. Against them. Yeah. That's bad. Super, super not good. And we um, like bees. We love bees. They do cool stuff. Just just the best. They're the best. Um, and for this part of this in-betweeny, we're going to talk about a very, very new discovery, like Hot Out of the Oven, published on December 9th. Of the shithole year 2020. Only 50 months ago. (laughs) That's right. Just 50 months ago. Uh, And it relates to defenses and how quickly bees can learn. Oh. Yeah. So Ah. we're bringing it back. Uh, Now, researchers from Canada and Vietnam teamed up to investigate a rather weird sighting. Okay. Um, While in Vietnam, University of Guelph, Guelph, Guelph? Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, University of Guelph professor Gard Otis noticed dark spots at the entrances of Asian honeybee hives. Uh Uh-oh. Now, quoting ScienceDaily.com, quote, "...as part of a successful beekeeping development project funded by the Canadian government, Otis ran fall workshops from 2007 to 2011 in rural villages with high levels of poverty." During one visit, an experienced beekeeper explained that the substance was buffalo dung. What? What? End quote. What? Yes. So this random visit sparked the research which discovered honeybees can use tools to defend their hives from larger predators like the giant hornet Vespa soror. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So what you're saying is they cover them... Selves
0: with shit? Yes. You can defend your hive with poo. We can, yeah. We, you want to get into it? Want to discover? I want to get into it. You want to <laughs> cover it? I want to your... learn it.
1: Teach me the way, maybe we as humans can use it. You know, the streets are full of shit that we've been wading through as we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Maybe we can do something with it.
0: Yeah. Well, the bees have. The bees have. The bees have. Uh, I'm going to show you two photos. hmm uh, one is of the Asian honeybee, and the other is of the giant hornet. Um, now, if you could describe the two and their differences, that would be great. These mm-hmm. photos will also go up on Well That's Interesting pod on Instagram. Hell yeah. Okay. So, this is the Asian honeybee, and I'd like you to describe this little guy right here.
1: Oh, he's so cute. It's so cute <laughs> <laughs> It's a bee man it's uh it's got the big eyes, it's got the little antenna it's got fuzzy little legs, and it's actually got so it's got kind of a a yellow part, but most of its um backside is actually black yeah so and then it's got little wings and um you know it's uh it's like I, I wouldn't be excited to have it on my body but uh, <laughs> I also wouldn't
0: be too stressed out if I saw it on a nearby flower. Yeah. So it's, can you just think, the like, uh, what about the size? Can you kind of get the size? Oh, it's teeny
1: tiny. Yeah. So, okay. So it's like, um, if you're looking at your finger, it only takes up about, the length is about half of a fingertip.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's basically your fingertip. That's yeah. how wide they are. Yeah. They're cutie, cuties. Cutie poo. Cutie girls. Yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna show you the giant hornet. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Taking a deep breath. There
1: you go. Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this. Um, so, okay, this thing is on someone's hand and it's about the size of like, if you lay your hand out flat, it takes up the size of your fingers. So it's about the size of a palm of your hand. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I hate that about it. And it's <laughs> it's red and it's scary and it's got like a black body, but then it's got red and black stripes. It looks like a demon. Uh, big yeah. red wings. Big red wings. I, I'm stressed. I'm Very stressed. N-
0: the complete opposite Of the Asian honeybee. Oh, complete opposite. Complete, yeah. It's literal David versus versus Goliath shit right here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, I want to quickly, quickly reference how we've traditionally seen those itty-bitty bees Mm -hmm. defend against these types of hornets. Now, say one of these giant fuckers gets into the hive. Okay. Okay. That's bad. It's very, very bad. Now, traditionally, we've seen dozens and dozens of bees tackle and ball up around the hornet. And then they all vibrate and pulse until the amount of heat created literally boils the bug to death. Oh my God. Yeah. It's smothered by the swarm and then it's game over for the hornet. Incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, yeah, Google it. There's tons of videos. I will. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with this method, though, is that all the resources and time it takes to kill just one yeah that's a lot yeah and if your hive is being invaded by way more than one which is what usually happens the losses are going to be staggering yeah. right and uh also to sum up quickly why these hornets invade honeybees is uh they want nothing to do with the honeybees themselves uh, they want the sweet sweet babies uh they want to bring back the larvae and feed those babies to their babies oh that's Horrifying.
1: Yeah, Yeah. this uh, (laughs) this quickly got scarier than the cannibal episode, and uh, that guy was eating people. So, So. um, (laughs) eating poor little
0: bee babies, bee babies. Yeah, I know.
1: No,
0: I don't. I right. So these bees are like, fuck that. We're not. We so yeah. And again, the traditional method takes way too long, and they still suffer like a lot of losses, right? So the bees have figured out a way to avoid confrontation to begin with. Amazing. Exactly. Good. If they packed on animal poop around the entrances to their homes, the hornets wanted nothing to do with them. Amazing. Yeah. Quoting ScienceDaily.com, quote, the researchers gathered dung from water buffalo, chickens, pigs, and cows, and and placed it in mounds near the hives. By the end of the day, some 150 bees had visited the piles, particularly collecting more odiferous manure of pigs and chickens. Uh, The team marked the individual bees to identify them at their hives. Minutes later, they recorded videos of the marked bees applying the material at nest entrances. Um, The hornets spent less than half as much time as the nest at nest entrances with moderate to heavy dung spotting as they did at hives with few spots. Wow. And they spent only one-tenth as much time chewing at the hive entrances to get at bees' babies. Uh, they were also less likely to launch a mass attack on the more heavily spotted hives, end quote. That's incredible. Yeah. That's innovative as fuck. Yeah. Um,
1: And I, I, I do love that they went... For the, like, the grossest. the grossest
0: one, yeah. So, exactly. Picture it. You're a little Asian honeybee. So cute. So cute. Uh, and the entrance to your home fits your body type. It's yeah. small, right? And the hornets can't use that entrance because they're too big. Yeah. So, they would need to enlarge it, and they do that by chewing and cutting with their mandibles, right? Yeah, their but, mandibles. Yeah, but <laughs> if, you pack, if you packed on the pig poo, those hornets would literally have to eat shit to get inside your house, <laughs> so... And,
1: and that kind of, like, negates the whole baby thing.
0: Yeah. No one wants to eat shit. Not no. even hornets. Yeah. So, so researchers also believe the smell of various dungs covers the natural odor of a beehive. A scent may be one of the ways hornets locate their delicious baby prey. Mm. Uh, either way, my friends, add honeybees to the list of species that uses tools.
1: Amazing. Exactly.
0: And let's hope our North American bees... Can learn a few tricks too. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk about humans, sadly, and how wow. much how we've <laughs> built so much stuff that it now outweighs all total life on Earth. Oops! Oops! Oopsie daisies! <laughs> Buy this product. Do it. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. We're, we're back. So we're so so back. We're so back, and we're taking up so much space. So much space. Oh God. God. Um. In another study published on December 9th, uh, it seems humans have reached quite the milestone. Uh, I'm going to read directly from Sierra Nugent's Time Magazine article because it so succinctly describes the research paper that came out. Sounds good. On December 9th. Yeah. Quote 2020 marks the point when human made materials outweighed the total mass of Earth's living biomass. Oh, shit. Scientists at Israel's Weissman Institute of Science found that the total mass of human-made materials, such as concrete, steel, and asphalt, has increased rapidly since 1900, when it made up the equivalent of just 3% of the mass of living biomass, which is plants, animals, and microorganisms, all the things. Mm-hmm. Like those bees. Like bees. Like those damn bees. Uh, as humans have constructed more buildings, roads, structures, and objects over the last 120 years, the mass of human-produced materials has grown from less than 0.1 teratons to roughly one teraton, and a teraton is one trillion tons. Oh my god, that's so much. In just 120 years, 0.1 to, full one, to a full one. a full one. That's a lot of ones, crazy. I know. A full one. Wow. A trillion tons. Uh, do you want to read? Okay, so not only are we building shit, but read this next part right here. I would her love Her article of, let's see, right there. Okay. Uh,
1: meanwhile, humans have been steadily reducing the amount of plant biomass on the earth through thousands of years of land use, like cutting down trees, to planting fields and raise livestock. Today, according to the study, all the living plants on earth uh, weigh roughly one teraton, half of what they did when the agricultural revolution began 12,000 years ago. Oh shit. <laughs> that no. was not, oh shit was not part of the quote. <laughs> that was me um, reacting to this quote. I have a feeling it was there originally.
0: Maybe to, just Perhaps. The, like, they like, just, editorialized. Ed-
1: <laughs> redact all of the oh shits. I think <laughs> there were several oh shits <laughs> in, this, in this quote.
0: So many shits. Ah, continuing with the Times article, quote, For the last five years, humans have produced, on average, 30 billion tons of material every year. Another way to look at it, every week we produce more than the equivalent of the body weight of every person in the world. Oh, my God. If current trends continue, human-produced materials will weigh triple the total mass of living biomass by 2040, according to the study. End quote. And just a gentle reminder, uh, that's only 20 years away. <laughs> that's, that's only 20 years away. I'm going to be alive for that.
1: Everyone listening. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. unless, you know, <laughs> a- I, I don't know. I slip on the ice or or Corona gets us all. Um, but I don't know, man, 20, 20 motherfucking years, man. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be like, what 30 <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be 30. we ah! be 30. Ah! That would make me 10 like 20, right 40. now. Um anyways.
0: Ah, uh, so yeah, so <sighs> slow the fuck down everyone. Uh, you don't need to go Christmas shopping this year maybe. You don't you don't need to buy shit. No, don't buy stuff. You don't need shit. Um yeah. <laughs> Except Subscribing to this podcast, yeah, see, it doesn't weigh anything. It it weighs nothing. It weighs
1: nothing. It weighs nothing. It it just nourishes your mind. That's right.
0: With the with things, um, that real things. Yeah, you know, uh, we're just we're just talking about bees and shit. Yeah. What else do you want? I don't, I don't
1: know. <laughs> and if you do not tell us, and we'll email talk us. about us, email us. It's well, it's interesting pod. Yeah, gmail dot DM us. On Instagram. Well it's
0: interesting pod. Damn right. And for fuck's sake, stay interesting. Oh, please do.